Hello everybody and welcome to episode 48 of Expresso Babe. I'm Callum and joining me as always is a man who somehow managed to gain a reflection. It's Lee. (laughs) Okay, you're right. That one was actually pretty good. I'm impressed. (laughs) I'm suitably amused. Good job. Hello Callum and it is good to be with you today as always. If I'd had my notes in front of me to start that would have been dead handy but I didn't so let's just make the most of it. Right, how have you been, sir, just before we kick off on our riddles? Um, Real good? Yeah, I've been actually very good. Uh, haven't really done much. Obviously attended a wedding at the weekend. You did, yes. Apparently you got kicked out. By my own mother, but By yes. By your own mother, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, congratulations to Joanne and Paul on getting married. <laughs> you got kicked out of a wedding by your mum. Yes. <laughs> I did. Anyway, moving, moving swiftly on from that. How can I move on from that? It's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, um, apparently I had one too many of the old beers. <laughs> you still got kicked out of a wedding by your mum. I did, yes. yes. Um, I think you should have, I mean, I think you should have like a t-shirt or a necklace or something that says that. My mum kicked me out of a wedding. I got sent home with my tail between my legs. You did. Quite literally, by my brother. Yes. He had to take me home. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Uh, right, so, before we kick on further... So we have a little brief go over last week's riddles, get into those ones, and then I think you've got a hypothetical for us this week. I, I do am... have a hypothetical indeed. Right, so, so... last week's riddles? Last week's riddles, before we get entirely sidetracked. So, mine to you, sir. You were helped out almost immediately, which is pretty impressive. I was. Yes, so my riddle to you last week, Callum, was head but no body, heart but no blood, leaves but no branches, and I grow without wood. And you got pulled out of the fire almost immediately by Kim West. She was right off the bat. She was. About 30 seconds she took. I took her answer of lettuce. You did. And I'm happy to tell you that Kim was correct. Thank you very much, I'm not going to say you were correct because you stole her answer. But she did give you the answer. Yeah, she did. So a win's a win. Well done, Kim. Thank you. And just a reminder, my... I've got to read my own writing now. Uh, (laughs) Oh, that's always a a trial. Yeah. My riddle to you was... (laughs) Oh, there you go. I speak without a mouth and hear without ears. I have no body and... But come alive with the wind. But come alive with the wind. <laughs> this is your handwriting. I know. Here you are. Look, that's his handwriting. Sanskrit, <laughs> I think. White t-shirt guy's giving John Travolta his Pulp Fiction era. <laughs> God, you're getting called everything from week to week, aren't you? Yeah, what have I had so far? Budget, I've had Keanu Reeves in real life. I had yeah. Clark Kent a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. John Travolta's a new one. Yeah, that is a new one. Add that to your repertoire of yeah. celebrities you've been recognised as. Still, I'm pretty sure that's a compliment because I've then got the fiery sign afterwards. So I'll take that. Thank you. I speak without a mouth and hear without ears. I have no body and come alive with the wind. And I was, it was Jessica again and someone else. It was Jessica and Cree, Cream. <laughs> Freudian slip coming out there. It was Jessica and Queen Wreck who answered for you. Yes, and they gave me the answer of Echo. And that is correct. So thank you again, Jessica. You have saved me three weeks on the spin. Like I said, I might need to start giving you your own score. I think so. So that was last week's riddle. Okay, right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Let's get into this week's riddles. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Right. So, as ever, 
he said, trying valiantly to maintain some sort of decorum. It's got to be the uh, the upper class tone of your voice, sir. By the way, what what Trina is referencing there was when she was playing a game once upon a time, and blew herself up and mispronounced in the game and mispronounced it by saying, "I blow myself." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yes, I definitely remember. Um, anyway, moving swiftly on. Moving swiftly on to this week's riddle. Before I get totally bogged down in compliments, various <laughs> things. Mm. My riddle to you this week, Mister Callum, and we do Got listener this. involvement when we can. So, if you think you know the answer, please do shout it out because we spend most of this time talking. We will be giving, having to give our own answers before the end of the podcast. And chances are we will not have had time to think about the answer. So, my riddle to you, Mr. Callum. Are you ready? Yes. Glittering points. (laughs) Glittering what? Points? Glittering points that downward thrust. (laughs) I knew you were going to laugh. That's why I was like, I knew you were going to laugh at that. Right. I'm going with diamond ring. Glitter no with a word in the middle. Glittering points that downward thrust, sparkling spears that never <laughs> rust. I just knew you were going to laugh at it. You know it. Well, if you think you know the answer, Callum's got that's very quick. That is from Queen Wreck again. <laughs> Queen Wreck isn't off the bat straight away anyway, and has said on. icicle. Carry on, do you whittle? Whittle? Callum, I just said it. Oh that was it. Oh. I thought it sounded like you had more. So downward thrust and pointy sickles. Glittering points that downward thrust, sparkling spears that never rust. Queen Wreck has shouted at the answer and I just told you what she said and you were too busy telling me to finish reading the riddle. That's definitely... She's right. What was it? Icicles. (laughs) Fair enough, I did a very similar riddle like that in my Heroes of Might and Magic game. Queen Wreck is the number one riddle solver, says Queen Wreck. (laughs) If you say so yourself. If she's right, she's two for two right now. She is, yeah. Um, if she's right on this, she is indeed two for two. Anyway, Callum? Yes, right. My riddle for you is... Yes. <clears throat> a cowboy rode into town on Friday. Okay. Stayed for three nights and left on Friday. How was this? I hate to tell you this, Callum, but I already know the answer to this one. <sighs> right. I've encountered this one before. Okay. But I'll give my answer at the end of the episode. Maybe maybe some of our... Right, I'm changing my... Maybe some of our listeners will have a... Katie Davis says the horse is called Friday. (laughs) Hello, Katie. Well, we'll find out at the end of the podcast. And, yep, at the disco, (laughs) I'm not saying the first bit, is saying it's the name of the horse. Uh, I'm sensing a pattern here, Callum. I think you've gone with a very easy one today, but so had I, so I can't criticise you too much. Okay, I'm changing it. No, I can't. can't That's what I gave you. It goes round and round and up and down. (laughs) Yeah, that's no good. Right. I think it's time to get into the hypothetical, Callum, before we get completely bogged down in this week's terrible riddles, yeah. which lasted about three seconds apiece before yeah. someone, got, someone gave an answer. They got Those smashed. of you who haven't followed our episodes, every week one of us has to give the other one a hypothetical. Sometimes they're a bit more serious. Some of the time... Some of the time? Sometimes they're entirely ridiculous. So we've had, which animals do you think you could take in a fight? Yeah. Because 4% of Americans thought they could take on a grizzly bear. Um, we've had, if you could base an entire planet off of one animal, what could you choose? Someone chose human, which I thought was actually weirdly good. I liked yeah. that. Yeah. I want the camel. I want to see the camel birds. And I was thinking so, cat. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes they're weird. Sometimes they're not so weird. 
But all of the time, we want to hear what you guys think as well. So if you have an answer to whatever this week's hypothetical is, do get involved. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Grizzly Bear. Um, 6% of Americans also thought they could take an elephant in an arm- unarmed fight. How are they going to punch that to death? I'm not entirely sure. I thought you were going to say an arm wrestle. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? It just used its trunk. Like, now you'd be floating around the arena. Anyway. Right. What's your hypothetical this week, Mr. Callum? Okay. You will be answering first. I will. I don't really think of an answer, but I'll come up with one on the spot. You've been you haven't thought of the answer to your own hypothetical. I just thought up the hypothetical. That's You've right. had a week. Doesn't matter. Right here we go. Right. You've been involved in a serious accident. And it's a you, bit harsh. Yeah, and you were declared dead for about five minutes. You've been resuscitated, and you've now come back, and you are on both the astral plane and physical plane so at you, the same time. Yeah, so you can now interact with ghosts. Oh Christ! And so hum- I'm ghost whisperer, basically. Yeah. Right. And humans. Now, you can either decide to die how you were originally meant to die. Right. And then you'll just be dead. Or you can just die whenever you're, whenever you next die, I guess. You right. know, whenever you. And then if you die that way, you will stay on the actual plane forever. So you would just be basically alive forever. Like ghosts. Well, not alive, but you would be a ghost. Yeah, yeah you'd be a ghost. And obviously, you can interact with other ghosts, but you can't interact with anything living. Right. So you can't be moving chairs around or anything like that. You have no physical form. Uh, to answer your question, Greg M, I don't think we have... Do we even have Taco Bell here? I don't think we do. No, if we do, it'll be one of the major cities. That this is it. not Shooty Shooty Fatland. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to keep a straight face. You're like, no, just cracking. <laughs> See the smirk appearing. Apparently we do have Taco Bell here. I've never seen one. Hmm. We probably have like a knockoff of Taco there are two Bell. Where, there are two where you live. Where do you live? It's got to be a big city. No, it's not going to be Grimsby, is it? Birmingham. I've never seen one, but I mean, to be fair, we are like twenty years behind the rest of the country here. We are. We even we even got the we even got the pandemic a year after everyone else. That's like near Aberdeen. Near Scotland, right? But that's in Scotland. It's oh, not near Scotland. It's in Scotland. That's it. It's near Scotland. Technically, it is near I mean, Scotland. You're right. It's very near Scotland. It is Scotland, in fact. It's <laughs> just uh. <coughs> like when you hadn't realised Poland was in Eastern Europe. Mm, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you thought it was near Spain, didn't you? No. <laughs> I don't remember that. Really? Because we have it on record. No, we don't. <laughs> we do. Sorry, let me have a hypothetical to get back to. Okay, come. Um, the disco would like us to say our hypothetical again, please. So Callum's hypothetical was... No way you thought Poland was near Spain. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. I think I was hungover. <laughs> yes, he did. Callum's geography is, like, spectacularly, <laughs> spectacularly, spectacularly terrible. It is. I think you got Poland and Portugal confused. Yes. No, they're similar. <laughs> Rain is telling you Germany is in Asia, by the way. <laughs> well, I'm not that stupid. I know that so, much. So to go back over Callum's hypothetical, he's said that you're in an accident and you die for five minutes for some reason, because you do. When you're resuscitated, you are simultaneously able to view the, light, the normal world as it is and... 
um, what he referred to as the astral plane, so ghosties and beasties and so forth. You have the choice, after witnessing that, to either go back to where you died or um, die whenever you happen to die later on down the line, but you will then have to exist as a ghost indefinitely. Yes. Can I clarify right now? I would just choose to die when I died. No, but that's what I mean. You don't know how no. you died. No, I go back to how I died and die. No, what it means you don't know how. You've I got to care. figure it out. What do you mean I have to figure it out? You don't know how you got in an accident. You don't know what accident it is. I don't care. I choose to go back and die. Yeah, well, it's not your turn. It's my turn. <laughs> Why would I want to live in purgatory for the rest of eternity? I don't know. You could in make... which uh, Rain would like you to tell them... Um, Rain would also have a D. Rain has a DNR. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. Rain has a DNR, so they'd just die. They wouldn't have been resuscitated in the first place. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Excellent. And Rain has also asked you what continent Turkey's in. Well, me? Uh, isn't it near Greece? What continent is Turkey in? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Don't want to say Europe. I'm going to say Europe. He's going with Europe. <laughs> this is not going to see how fit Callum is on the podcast. Let's ask him where countries are. <laughs> and Raina said, "Yes, it is indeed near Greece." So good job. I mean, you are. It's in the EU, so there's yeah. Well done. You figured out a country that's in the EU is in Europe. <sighs> Damn. Oh. All it's going to be now is Rain just telling me random countries. Where's this? Where's this? They're just spinning a globe and putting the finger on it, right? Rain has pointed out that it's Eurasian because it's half half in Europe and half in Asia, like Russia, to be fair. Mm. Anyway, backing up, what was your answer then, Callum? Because I gave mine straight away. Well, what I would do is... Uh, my answer was, I would mess around with the astral plane a bit. In a sense that I could... Because obviously some people normally, like, ghosts are seen as people of unfinished business. or Yes. So I would try and fix some other problems so then they can move on. Yeah, but if you chose to continue, you'd still ultimately be... No, but then I can go back and die the original way, anyway. So how long do you have before you can just change your mind and go back? Until you die. Yeah, but you could just get hit by a bus the Yeah, next and then that's, that's it, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Hey, this is my answer, not yours. Just because you want the easy way out. I want to fix some problems in the world. You want to be banished to, like, limbo for all eternity. <laughs> that, that's on you. <coughs> I'm going to be in the shadow realm. <laughs> did you really just reference Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes, I did. Me and um, what's his name? I don't know. Marrick. Yeah, me and Marrick are going to be bigging up the shadow game. Uh, but yes, I would try and solve some of the other astral planes problems, and then I'd go back and die. Yeah, I'd just die. Yeah. Well, you know, some of us want to help. But, yeah, but surely, hang on. No, no, no. Back up. Back up. Back up. Where do you two reside? I reside here. This is my home. Norwich. He resides at his mum's. And that's. <laughs> Sorry, harsh. Um, <laughs> yeah, Norwich, Norfolk, England. UK. Europe. Europe. Earth. Solar system. Big up Norfolk. There's not much to big up about it, but I'll do my best. I can't read these, mate. Uh, Rain says, Lee, do you enjoy Callum's cooking? And the other way around, Callum as a fusion chef, can Lee cook? Who the hell is this person? Well, honestly, I think I've only ever tried Lee's cooking once. Probably. Yes, and I helped him cook, so obviously it tasted amazing. No, I've made you salad. <laughs> salad? Oh, a barbecue food doesn't count. No, 
I made you, you salad? A salad? Yeah. Oh, was, yeah, you it did. It was yeah. haddock with poached egg and an orange and oil. Or, oh, and yeah, it was, yeah. Orange and balsamic dressing. Thank you very yes. much. The one dish Lee has made me was very nice. So if we, if that is like... I mean, a, I didn't just throw some leaves in a bowl, did I? No, if that's the precedent for his cooking skills, then yes, he is good. And how does that person know I'm a fusion chef? I don't know. Or I like fusion cooking. Uh, we we haven't been together ever to answer that question. Though that is the third, fourth week in a row. We've I know that. Callum from. Does that say Overwatch? Yes. Yes. Oh, nice. And f- the disco says their other half is from Norfolk. Ah, they escaped. Well done them. Very nice. Oh. So my question there for you then, Callum. Yes. Surely, if you go back and die the way you'd have died, anything you'd done since then would have been undone anyway. Nope. Why not? No, because causality. No. You can't go back and die, and everything you've done has been done. Yeah, it can. No, you're not going back in time and dying. You're going, you've got to die how you originally would have died. So you just have to die again? Yeah, but the same way you would have died. So it's just die again? Yeah. So either way, you just die again? Yeah. Well, then why would you not do that? That's a no-brainer. What? Just die again. Because I want to help people. You know, this is my hypothetical <laughs> and my answer. Stop trying to put plot holes in it. Your answer's rubbish, man. I didn't <laughs> on your thing about changing the whole of the ecosystem and evolution. And I didn't change the whole of the ecosystem. You I was seeding whole, you a new planet. You created a whole new <laughs> planet. Terraforming. No, I didn't create a planet. The planet was already there and terraforming is already theoretically possible. Yeah, well, so is this. You're, you're, <laughs> just, you're just a non-believer. Well, you didn't recognise them by user 42277? No. No. Hello. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are from that username, but I'm sure I know you from somewhere. Thank you for all the new followers, guys. It's much appreciated. Ah, someone's got the number one gifter badge. Thank you very oh, much. Thank you very much. Brandon D. Shanazor. Anyway, back to the podcast. Yep, yeah, so we've got through the hypothetical. No, it was a good hypothetical. You're just boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a couple of things to talk about today. Mm. Um, I was going to talk about it because it was just quite funny as a concept, but... Um, a bloke who got crushed to death by a telescopic telescopic urinal. <laughs> the problem is it's actually just a bit macabre, and unfortunately it's just a case of mechanical failure. There wasn't as much funny to look at it as I thought as I thought there was. Telescopic It's just right. the headline of a bloke. Yeah, you know the ones that pop up out of the ground oh, at yeah. night yeah. to stop like, people just yeah. weeing in the streets? Yeah, yeah, a bloke got crushed to death by one. Um, <laughs> How? It sounds so much funnier than it is. He was underneath doing maintenance on it. Oh. That's the point. The headline is great. Yeah. The second you actually read about it. So what I'm looking at instead is um, Elvis Francois, who survived 28 days on a sailboat, uh, drinking rainwater and eating ketchup, garlic powder and bouillon cubes. <laughs> so it's not bouillon cubes. Then. No, I checked, this, I checked the pronunciation. Apparently that's the English pronunciation. I am not okay with it. No, that's definitely not. No, he was found off of uh, the coast of Colombia with help scraped into the side of his boat. As Very you, sensible, yeah. yeah, as you do. High from Thailand. High, high to Thailand, even, not from Thailand. <laughs> Not high from Thailand. Yeah, we've got a hello from Thailand. Oh, very nice. And yeah, to survive, he all he all he had with him on the boat was a bottle of ketchup, yeah, a thingy of garlic powder, and a load of bouillon, uh, Maggie, which is uh, bouillon cubes. Did he just mix it all in a cup? Put some yeah, rainwater he, in it. Yeah, he <laughs> stuck a load of cloth out, caught a bunch of rainwater, and mixed it all up in a bottle, basically, <laughs> to survive for twenty-four days. Which is that twenty-eight days? Was it twenty-four? No, it was twenty-four. Oh, sorry, my bad. Carry on. Which is actually quite impressive. Yeah. He'd been making. Thing is, he'd been making. I kind of felt less bad for him. Really, he'd been making repairs on the boat. Mm. Got caught up in bad weather. Swept out to sea. Put up the sail. And by the time he put up the sail, he'd just got his bearings confused and couldn't figure out how to get home. So it's not that the boat couldn't move. It's not that he couldn't sail the boat. He just got lost. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what phones are for? 
<laughs> well, once you're out to sea, mate, the signal isn't great. No. So, yeah, it wasn't, there was no terrible, you know, he wasn't stranded or anything. He just genuinely didn't know where he was and therefore had to eat ketchup, garlic and bouillon for 24 days. I just think if he'd gone on the snap maps, even if you have no single signal, single. you can scroll out and then you can see whereabouts in the sea you are. It still needs GPS. You know, but they'll have your last pinged location. On. Yes, but that won't give you a compass, will it? No, but at least he you needs know... to know whether to go north, south, east, or west. Not where he is. Yeah, just turn It'll out. tell him he's in the ocean. He knows he's in the ocean. I yeah, just think this lands this way. I'll go that way. Or he could have made. No, he doesn't have cork or water. Or <laughs> yeah, never mind. He doesn't have water. He was in the sea. No, I mean, of course like, he has water. When you have a cork bottle, you make and the you... compass and the yeah, water. Yeah, and you put a pin in it. Yeah. See, I'm smart. I did scouts. He was eventually rescued by uh, no Colombian coast guard. So he he's since been sent back to uh, Dominica, where he's from, from Colombia. So he's okay, but had lost a little bit of weight. Not surprised eating yeah. mayonnaise and water for ketchup. Ketchup mayonnaise. No ketchup, garlic, and water. Ketchup, garlic powder, and bouillon. <laughs> yeah, for twenty four days. <coughs> I get fed up I have, if I have to eat the same sandwich two days in a row. Mm. I'm from Russia. Hello from Russia. Hello to Russia. Not Hello from to Russia. Russia, yeah. And New Zealand and the US. Jesus, we've got everyone from everywhere. We've got a global contingent today. Right. Right. My one's a bit of a short story, but I short thought it was quite story. funny. Uh, Brexit is stopping rhinos from mating. Back up. What? It is. You... I'm, I'm worried and curious. Okay. It's Sheeran and John Travolta. <laughs> what? John Travolta and Ed Sheeran I like that one that's a good one <laughs> right back to my new stuff I mean I was calling it you Etsy Ed Sheeran for about six months so you, you know oh thank you very much for thank you very much UK zoos have warned that breeding schemes for bison rhinos monkeys and other endangered animals <laughs> are being are... endangered <laughs> you animals can't even read are being harmed by Brexit <laughs> Previously, about 1,400 endangered animals were bred and transferred between zoos and in Europe. But red tape meant that last year the number fell way below 200. And Mark Havin, a director at Wildland Trust, said, Sorry, we're in the middle of a climate and extinction crisis, yet being hindered by Brexit paperwork. <laughs> it's bloody ridiculous. <laughs> and that's my story. So I've heard, I've heard arguments for and against Brexit. Mm. I've never heard anyone say, think of the rhinos. No. That's a new one. I'm laughing so hard I startled my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we can uh, appease your laughter for the day. Appease? What word am I looking for? I like the fact that you use words. Yeah. They're rarely right, but I like the fact that you use them. So, I have a question for you, Callum. This statement being put out, yeah. would this ever make you feel better? We completely understand the public's concerns about futuristic robots feeding on the human population, but that is not our mission. The fact that you have to state that is not your mission... Means that that probably is your mission. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They look like the... Good use of the word appease. I know. They look like me... <laughs> Makes me look more photosesthetic. You're being mocked there slightly. I enjoyed that. Excellent. Hey, most of the big words I use I actually do know the meaning of. Yeah, so... They're not in context. No, but when <laughs> you have an English grad student here who knows loads of words and you always call me out <laughs> on it. Who knows loads of words. Yes. How long you been dating? No, we are not dating. We've just been friends since the start. We have. If I were into men, that is not what I'd pick. No. If I was to men, I wouldn't have a vampire for a boyfriend. Still not a vampire. I don't know. I have come up with a reason about how you're a vampire. Do you want to hear it? No. 
I'm going to tell you anyway. I know why you have a reflection in mirrors. What? Because I'm human? No. Because back in the day, mirrors were lined with silver in the backs. And that was seen as a pure <laughs> metal, so vampires would not be reflected <laughs> in them. Now, they are lined the backs of aluminium, which is not a pure metal. Which is why you have a reflection. <laughs> I put in some research for this. You have too much time on your hands. You look like a male Mary Berry. What, me? Or you? I don't know. I'm not even sure Mary, what Mary Berry looks like. She bakes cakes. Does she? She's a chef. Mary Berry's a chef. I don't know. Yeah, don't Mary know Berry's a chef. She's a baker. Or baker. Anyway, so that, that was a quote, by the way. Uh, we completely understand the public's concerns yeah. over futuristic robots feeding on the human population, but that is not our mission. That was a quote from <clears throat> Henry Scholl, the CEO of Cyclone Power Technologies, which sounds very trustworthy, Yeah. who is working, just to make it better, in conjunction with Robot Tech Incorporated's Dr. Ro- Robert Finkelstein. <laughs> that does not sound like a mad German engineer at all. Quite. Um, <laughs> focused on demonstrating that engines can be usable, green, powered from renewable plant matter. This is the... You mean renewable human matter? Well, this is the agen- energetically autonomous tactical robot eater for short <laughs> genuinely yeah that's that, what they've called it that's boosting it isn't it that's the one above us lee you probably are one callum just probably alive at the moment because he carries garlic <laughs> are you kidding if, if i were callum would be trying to encourage me to bite him i would be nothing would ever convince me although it's funny he doesn't like garlic this is true garlic is disgusting funny that it's disgusting what i want to know is how did you become a daywalker <laughs> I just don't like garlic. It's you, grim. Because you don't go out wearing sun cream and you don't like the sun, but somehow you don't burst I into don't flames. I don't like the sun. And I'm pretty sure you step inside a church and you even birch into flames. <laughs> Birched? <laughs> I mean, you step inside a church and you get told to leave by your mother, so you know. I do. <laughs> the robot in question is you a biomass engine that digests organic material. Uh, it's a concept from O3, yeah. made by the US, because of course it is. Who else would make a human-eating robot? It's mm-hmm. steam and it's steam powered and it's got sensors in it that tell it whether or not the stuff it's absorbed is good to use for fuel. So in theory, it eats something. The sensors tell it if it's either plant, uh, plant, vegetable or mineral, basically. Or human. No, animal, vegetable or mineral, oh, yeah. mineral, even basically. So human would fall under animal. And in theory, if it's vegetable, it then eats it, turns it into fuel, uses it to power the engine. So it can go for something like... 150 pounds, so that's about a stone, uh, 10 stone yeah. of plant matter, gives it roughly 100 miles. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, so in theory, it could just keep going autonomously forever and ever and ever. Yeah. It could be used to things like um, casualty retrieval, mobile turrets, all this kind of thing. Yeah. What concerns me is that they've said it has these sensors to, so it doesn't digest. It literally digests organic matter. Yeah. Um, it can also use diesel, petrol or cooking oil if it finds it. There's nothing to say. There's lots of stuff saying it has sensors so it doesn't do it. There's what? no there's no statement saying it can't. So what happens if these sensors are faulty? Well, what happens if you just tell it not to? If you change the if you change the programming? You must someone hacking the robot. They designed it for combat so it would go on forever than the people it killed. Now that is interesting because I had a look at that and it's not. I, I suspect it was probably kept in mind as a theory. Mm. But in no uh, no point has it actually been stated as a, as an intended use on account of the fact that it's outlawed by the Geneva Convention. Yeah, I was Desecration say, of the dead of, yeah. is invariably a war crime, regardless of what you're using the body for. What if you had two of them that could repair each other? It is basically just a walking, talking war crime, yes. Um, 
but yeah, no. So my my vague concern there is that they say it doesn't do it because it's got these sensors that tell it not to eat. But nothing matter. stopping them from being changed to. Surely you, you could eat. just change it. Yeah. Surely, if 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 push came to shove and you were desperate, you could just go. You would have to hack the nah. programming of it. And well, not hack even it, hack change it. the you, programming. Yeah, just change the programming. It's yeah. their damn robot. Mm. I don't see anything that's stopping for them, because it would surely at some point it would attack friendlies, right? Well, that's. I mean, that's a fair point. I mean, even but. By the same token, I mean, even with um, in-person or drone combat, there's still the amount of friendly fire by troops, trained or otherwise, is pretty high. So <laughs> I don't know if that would be any worse if you stuck some programming, say, I don't know, everyone in an orange hat. I mean, you're right. It, how, how you'd get it to distinguish from friendlies is a difficult one. Maybe just tell all the friendlies, don't go there, there's a mobile shooty thing that can eat bodies. So, that's a pretty interesting point. Not quite yeah. interesting. Yeah, no, I read through it and thought, oh, I think we'd better bring this in. Can, we can get to some discussion from uh, corpse-eating robots. I'd probably use an RIFD chip on individual which the robot can pick okay. up. Oh, that's a yeah. clever idea. So RFID chips, basically, to give off a signal to say you're a friendly so the robot doesn't shoot you. Ooh. That is a clever idea. Yeah, so if you don't have the right chip on the right wavelength, then yeah. the robot will just go... Can pick up and see. That is a very clever thought, Rain. I like that. Mm. Theoretically, though, I don't design killer robots. I'm afraid. I'm, well, I think maybe you should. It's, it sounds like you, you've got you've got a vast knowledge of this area. Yeah, no, I think you should. Uh, right, should we get on with the riddles again? Yes, let's quickly go over the riddles because we are we've massively overrun, but I don't mind because we've been having great, great time. time, great interactions. Can you guys do any accents? Yes, but it could come across as no. There's nothing wrong with well, no, as long as it's not insensitive. Mm. What accents can we do? I don't know. What accents can you do, Callum? <laughs> there is a oh. there is an interesting fact actually if you're talking about accents that I quite like, which is that Norfolk, which is where we live here, is um often mistaken in America land. I can't do American, unfortunately. For Australian, which is weird. The Norfolk accent does not sound like an Australian one. They all sound like they've mm. they've been hit over the head too many times. Yes. Norfolkians, I mean, not Australians. Yes. But when you can account for the Norfolk drawl rather than the Norfolk dialect which is this really slow, lazy of speak, uh, way of speaking that I've kind of got. I enunciate clearly, but I do not clip my words in a more traditional sense. And if you take that and just change the way you pronounce uh, your words ever so slightly, you kind of get into that Australian kind of accent that's a little <laughs> bit more... Uh, Australian. Australian, mate. Australian, mate. It's, it's very similar in that lazy way of talking, and I think that's why the uh, Australian and the Norfolk accents kind of get confused a bit. That's great. Ah, I like to please... We have massively overran. What about the... Uh, it's been... What? You're not digging your edge. If you're digging your edge, you will oh, fall. Oh, that was my snowboarding instructor. He was great. He was from... Um, he was from... I think he was from Cape Town, and then he was brought up in New Zealand. And the few times that I was learning and completely screwed up and fell on my head, you would just hear, I'd just be able to hear him at the top of the slope, literally screaming, Do not dig your edge in! If you dig your edge in, you will fall! If you fall, you will die! <laughs> it was possibly my favourite thing in the entire world. <laughs> He was brilliant. And if you're still out there snowboarding, mate, you're a legend. So that's all we've got time for from this stream. Yes, we just need to very riddles. quickly Shit. go over our riddles. Let's remind you, us, of the answers we were given, Callum. My riddle to you was glittering points that downward thrust, sparkling spears that never rust. Without laughing, please. Yeah. Your answer was, sir. Um, I'm going to go with the answer provided by Queen Wreck, which was icicles. Excellent. And Whether or not they're right or wrong, I will be telling you next week, but... Yes, and my to riddle to you, sir, was... A cowboy rode into town on Friday. The, it's the name of the horse. Stayed for three days. It's the name of the horse. 
and left on Friday. It's the name of the horse. How is this so? It's the name of the horse. So Lee is saying the name of the horse. Do you think he's right? Find out next week. South America, Irish, I think. Irish? Go on, do your Irish accent. I All I can think is of my mother when I'm doing an Irish accent. Sorry, I'm kind of selling you up the river there, mate. I do apologise. <laughs> I can't do Thank you. Hey, I'm here to please. Tippishly, tippishly. Oh, Christ. Mate, you're doing a caricature. <laughs> I am. No way. <laughs> well, thanks for playing anyway. Right, should we go into how to contact us? I think we should. Right, moving swiftly on. If you are watching us on TikTok, which some of you clearly are, you'll know you can find us on TikTok. And our TikTok handle is Expresso Babe the Podcast. That's all one word. Don't forget that Expresso is spelt E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. It is indeed. You can also catch us on Facebook for those who watch it live on there. It is Expresso Babe. What did you say? Facebook. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Facebook. <yeah. laughs> Sorry. And you can also find us on YouTube. At the minute, there's not a lot going on there, but we, I am looking at building it up a little bit, so do bear with us. Currently, our YouTube han- ch- handle channel is Expresso Babe. We have a few of the episodes on there already. We will be looking at getting some bonus videos and stuff on there as well, including Callum throwing a temper tantrum last week when someone got his answer nice and early. They did. And for those of you who are on Instagram, our handle is expresso underscore babe underscore. You can catch us on email, which is expresso.babe at yahoo.com. Again, we would love to have some contribution there if you are listening on your podcast provider rather than live. Is it even worth what meant on Twitter? Mentoning? Mentoning Twitter. I mean, our Twitter, we have like two followers. We have six, mate. Six? Mm. Oh, going up in the world. Mm. And neither of us use it for anything ever. No. I might just give up on that one. Really I mean, like you're it. in charge of Twitter. I don't like it. <laughs> Trying to get friends is really hard. In Twitter or in life? Um, In both. Fair. So the last thing we do ask is if you're listening non-live... Please do rate us on your podcast provider. And either way, please do share. If you are listening to us live, we will be here every week, half five through until whenever we finish. So, sir. That, <laughs> that is all we've got time for. So thank you, everyone who's watched on our lives. and Thank anyone... you for everyone who's joined in. You've made it a really, really fun episode today. We yeah. appreciate it. And we will be back again half five next Tuesday. That's half five English time, whatever time that happens to be where you are. All that remains, Mr. Callum, is to say it's always a pleasure. And it's never a chore, sir. I'll see you all next week. See you all in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.